0: Hi, I'm Beck, And I'm Paul. And this is DVD Clutter. Okay, so we're up to episode six. Yes. Holy, holy dooly.
1: Half a dozen episodes oh already. my goodness. Seems like just yesterday I realised I had to get rid of my DVDs. <laughs> I'm sure it's been longer than that.
0: I'm sure Elizabeth thinks it's been longer mm. than that. Yes. I have spoken to a couple of people who have said that my collection of DVDs is, like, quite normal. Hmm. Implying that
1: <laughs> I know, you're very nice to do this with me, Beck. Yeah, I It's, it's know. like Tell an intervention. It. <laughs> it is an intervention. Yeah. And it made me seem less weird by offering your DVDs as well. Um, oh, dear. Yeah. Well, we are going to talk about one of mine today, though. Exactly. exactly. As I was saying, I think, last episode... Probably our first classic, I think.
0: Well, it depends what you mean by classic. Yeah, I know. We,
1: <laughs> we could repeat the same argument we had last time. But I think this is the film that most people would know about. Yes, I think so. I hope so. Mm. Most people should know about this film. And if they don't,
0: they need to go and watch oh, it. Oh, it's had a huge cultural impact, hasn't it? Yes, me? it has. Yeah. And it's based on Emma
1: by Pride and Prejudice. By, by Pride, Pride and Prejudice.
0: Prejudice.
1: It's weird how what? a book wrote another book
0: it was such a good book mm-hmm. it actually became sentient
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um
0: <laughs> In all seriousness, though, (laughs) Yes, it is written, it is based Mm. on Emma, written by Jane Austen.
1: Exactly. As you know, it's one of my favourite authors. That's it. People listening are probably unaware that Beck reads Pride and Prejudice at least once a year. That's right. It's my comfort book. (laughs) Yes. Um, I've read it once in my lifetime. And you enjoyed it. I did. Having not read it for like a long time. No, I didn't read it until I was 26. And then you read
0: it? And you're yeah. like, oh, yes, this is good. Exactly.
1: Maybe I should read Emma at some point.
0: Maybe. It's not as good. Okay. But it's definitely good. She's very clever, mm. Jane Austen. And um, if you haven't caught on by now, I don't think we've said.
1: We have not said.
0: The film that we're talking about is...
1: Clueless. Dun, dun, dun,
0: uh, the 1995 classic, mm. Clueless. So Jane Austen is a very smart woman, was a very smart woman, rest mm. in peace.
1: she didn't actually write Clueless. She didn't write Clueless. I think I'm just going to start that whole bit again.
0: (laughs) Jane Austen is a very smart woman, and I think this the script of Clueless has done really well at capturing that and keeping that and being smart in itself.
1: That's it. I completely agree. I think it's a very clever film, and I think the reason it's held up a lot better than... Sort of, dude Where's My
0: Car? The
1: other movie we've done that was based on Jane Austen. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: No, the reason why I think it's held up more so than a lot of other sort of teen movies is because it is that extra level of sort of intelligence yes. in the script writing well, and I in the directing. It's,
0: it's almost timeless because the things that were happening to teenage Emma in Emma are now happening to Teenage Cher in Clueless. But will continue to happen in other iterations.
1: It Happening to teenagers at this very. At time.
0: this very time. Yeah. Um, but it, it reminded me of Mean Girls, and I'm sure Tina Fey was like heavily influenced by oh, this yes. film.
1: Oh
0: yeah. yes. Um, it reminded me of a lot of those teen movies, but again, I think it was one of the first ones that was like very like smart and savvy, and made a statement about
1: teenagers as well. And that's it really had an idea of what it was. Yes. More so than other things had. And I can't wait to talk about the special features oh which really delved into the, the writing and the directing yes. of the movie. But before we do that, you have the privilege of telling me where you got this DVD.
0: So this is an interesting one, uh, and there'll be a few more like this, because in my like uh, sentimental like hoarder self, a friend was actually throwing out a lot of DVDs, and I was like... You can't throw out clueless it's a classic so now i've got
1: it oh yes i know that <laughs> feeling very well
0: uh, yeah um so that's how i got it i have it from my lovely friend mish and now it's mine
1: great but i don't regret the decision well do i i don't know we'll get we'll, to it at the we'll end find out later yeah I've been there before. Yeah, seeing DVDs being carelessly carelessly given away without giving them their appropriate send off. I know it's just it's disrespectful. That's what it is. Yes. So I saved it, and uh, here we are. Do you have any memories of seeing it? Because I'm sure you saw it before you had this DVD.
0: I have no. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, but I don't remember. It's. It feels like something that was like just always in my memory. Like it's always been there. I yeah. don't. I don't remember the first time watching it. I don't think.
1: Do you? No, not at all. I remember bits and pieces. I remember sort of like the different TVs we had growing up and watching bits of it on them at different stages.
0: But like the different technology. Yeah. Oh.
1: Um, I remember watching it again at uni with friends. I I remember being over in South Australia with my grandma's and watching it on that TV then. But I don't have an actual memory of sitting down and watching it for the first time.
0: Yeah.
1: I just remember bits of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I remember aspects of the film Rather
1: than where where I was Or who I was with or Oh except for the fact That I know my sister loved it Oh yeah okay a, Yeah Big reasons why well, I saw it so often And probably
0: because Like this So this is the first film That we are looking at That was directed by a woman mm. So Amy Heckling directed And wrote several iterations of the script like as we will talk about in the special features we find out like there's quite a there was quite a process into going into making the film like all films I guess but I think I could I feel like I could tell that it was directed by a woman Okay. Because there's a couple of scenes that kind of gave it away. There was a real absence of the male gaze. Yeah. And for those, that we've talked a little bit about the male gaze before, but if you don't know what the male gaze is, it's it's when the camera and kind of all of the production elements treat women and men, I guess, and everything through the male perspective. Yeah. Is that a good way to describe it?
1: I think you've done it perfectly there. So That's my understanding of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So a real typical, a real typical, a really typical mm. example of this is when like that shot where, you know, a sexy woman walks in for the first time and there's that slow pan up from her legs you know up to her butt and then her breasts and then eventually her face and eventually eventually exactly <laughs> and it's like it's positioning the the audience to view women from a heterosexual male perspective yeah and in this i yeah, it's making awesome. the, it's making the audience a, a straight male male exactly yeah. yes it's like this is how this is through the perspective of a male even if sometimes even if the protagonist is a woman it's right. a complex yeah. thing that's it and it's sometimes it's hard you know we're brought up with media mostly created by men so when you're kind of just surrounded by it and you don't uh, engage in it critically or you don't like think about it or you're not taught to think about it critically because sometimes it can be mm. hard to know then it's it's easy not
1: to realize I think oh very much so yeah. and especially because now we've got such a rich history of cinema yeah that things that were uh, originally Originally sort of subconsciously put in and now even more so. Sort of Picked up by a new filmmakers. Yeah. this is how you do it. This, yeah. is the, this is the conventional way to introduce or whatever. But we've got we've gone down that rabbit hole. Yes, and up for the moment. So I but
0: this feel was a like I noticed. Director. Yeah, female yeah. director, and I, th- I I noticed that like there was a shot where Christian comes in. So the boy that she finally kind of is attracted to. Mm. So there's the scene. There's a scene where Christian comes in and she is attracted to him, and he's kind of treated. He's treated with that same very typical like panning up, like looking at his suit, looking at how suave he looks. As he like throws the his jacket over his shoulder, and it was just very much from the female perspective. And I don't know if a male director would have like picked up on that kind of way of using the camera. I'm not no. sure. Maybe, but I don't know. And I and I just felt like yeah, that was the the key scene that kind of tipped me off. And I went, oh, I reckon this is probably directed by a woman. And then when I looked it up, because I didn't know before, I looked it up, and it was yeah.
1: Yes, and I think there's countless moments in the writing and directing that we will talk to later on in the podcast but yep. before we get further i realize i haven't given a plot description yet please do and we're well aware that plenty of people probably have seen this so i'll try and be as brief as possible yes share is in one of her later years of high school at beverly hills high school she is well off her yes. friends are well off yep high fashion yep. beautiful house well Large houses, Large houses, debatable whether they're beautiful or not. <laughs> In the background, we've got another guest appearance by Peggy, you might hear.
0: You might hear Peggy meowing for food. She's fine, don't worry.
1: And she's also sort of a queen of her high school. Yes,
0: she's like she- the typical popular girl, but you connect with her. Yeah, that's it. She's not like a real nasty person.
1: No. She is a popular girl who is suddenly sort of becoming more awake to the world around her. Yes. So as this is happening, a new girl comes to the school called... Ty, Ty mm-hmm. And Cher decides to make it her project to turn this girl who's wearing baggy jeans and has her hair up. And her hair's like this weird red colour. And speaks with a Boston accent. Yes, or New Jersey, I think. New Jersey accent. Yeah,
0: and, and has like a real, um, like a plaid um, shirt on, like it's really baggy and not showing any skin, and she's no. got drawings, she's drawn all over her hands.
1: So Cher's gonna make her a popular girl. Yes. She's gonna make it her project. So yes. Cher has takes... goodwill. This is goodwill. Yeah. Yes. To, to better the world. Yes. So she takes her under her wing, starts her on her seven point plan <laughs> which you know includes uh what is it basically fashion fitness yes and then also like expanding her mind too so they oh, yes. they look at reading one non-school book at, That's a right. week
0: to get because this girl is coming to this school where they have like quite a sophisticated vocabulary because i guess they live in this kind of sophisticated world yeah and so she's like wow you guys talk like grown-ups you know she has that she's very like enamored by the way they talk and
1: yeah so while she's got this project going on, her stepbrother. Yes. So, this brother who she's not related to by blood in any sense.
0: No. So her. Sense.
1: Yeah. It's her, her. dad's. Dad's, dad's ex wife's. Ex son. son. Yeah. Um, Josh. Moves moves back in with them. Yeah. And he's gone to university or college. He's in his like, is like first year in college. Yeah. And, it, and he's suddenly got really engaged with the world around him. He yep. watches the news. He oh wears an Amnesty International yes. t-shirt. He wears
0: an Amnesty International t-shirt. He listens to the Cranberries. Yep. He's like reading Nietzsche. Like, did you notice one of yeah. the books he yeah. was reading was like a Nietzsche? Is that how you say so? his <laughs> name? Yeah, it was really funny. I loved
1: those was, little details. Yeah, it was classic sort of first year uni thing. And he's sort of getting in shares ear, being like, there's more to life than fashion.
0: He wants to and watch the news. She yep. wants to watch...
1: Um, Cartoons. Cartoons,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's going on. And as the year progresses, Ty becomes... She succeeds in making making Ty Ty
0: uh, popular. popular. So
1: much so that sort of... She gets overshadowed, yes. Uh, Cher is also on the quest for love. Yes. She meets Christian, this new boy.
0: Who is, like, fashionable. She doesn't wear... She He doesn't doesn't wear um, the baggy pants. Like, the fashion in this is
1: amazing. Oh, yeah. And we will talk about that later, too, But... Yeah, she doesn't want a high school boy because yes. they're not uh, not on her level. Yeah, And then, yeah, she goes after Christian. Do I give away? Yeah. Yeah, Christian's gay. Yeah. yeah. So She's a bit clueless she's, about she's that. She's clueless.
0: She doesn't realise. She has to be told
1: straight up. She's spiralling sort of out of control of what her life was. Ty's taken over as the popular girl. She's, as Ty puts it, a virgin that can't drive. <laughs> We've uh, all
0: been virgins who can't drive. That's just it.
1: What happens then then she they make up in the end yeah she um, sort of comes to her senses
0: oh she really she goes through like a spiral, a bit of a spiral and then she realizes that actually what's going on ty starts having feelings for josh josh and then ty has feelings for josh and then share is gets, grumpy. gets upset about that they have like a fight yeah then she's like why am i so upset and then she realizes epiphany
1: she's got feelings for josh she's in love with josh yeah
0: um, and that's really
1: how it sort of sort of ends
0: yeah but it, it ends happily Ty yeah. realizes she's not really into josh she's actually into the stoner bro
1: yeah um, who she'd been told is you know of a different class yeah, she beforehand can't, she can't be
0: with him but eventually basically the the they all get they all get together they all find their one true love yeah it's a very happy ending beautiful we learn the, the the lesson that you should be who you are
1: Mm-hmm. which leads to the weirdest part of the movie which i'll get oh do we want to talk about it now sure. So they ended up at this wedding for yeah. one of her teachers to another one of her teachers that she sort of set up.
0: And were you just like, why is who this teacher invited? invited? All students, all oh students. my god, all Seriously. students to the wedding. It was a nightmare. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. I mean, for context,
1: we're both teachers. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time I've watched it since I've become a teacher. <laughs> but I just saw that and was just like, that sounds like the worst why you wedding you could ever have.
0: Your students to your wedding. why?
1: Oh my god. It anyway. makes, makes me feel ill. Yes. But apart from that, uh, I think that's, 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 yeah. the, that's, that's the story. <laughs>
0: that is the story. So
1: now we've so eloquently summed that up. I guess it's time for you to review it through your rose tinted glasses.
0: Yes. Um yeah. it was great.
1: <laughs> Good film. <laughs> I don't You've think... been listening to DVD pod. <laughs> DVD declutter <laughs> Yeah.
0: I don't think this film has aged at all. No. Like I don't... Oh, there's a couple things actually. They use the word retarded not um ironically. Like yeah. we talked about the use of the word retarded in um garden stay and how it's the, sort of ironic it was there. a little bit like they, 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 was, they were using it exactly they were using yeah. it to show a time and a place and these people were more less educated than people in the city mm. etc whereas here it was kind of very blatant it was the language yeah that they were
1: in no, not right only the, time. the full word itself but like a casual Ty says like I was a total tad oh, or something yeah, I was as total well. Tarred, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So oh, cool. a couple of iterations of that oh. offensive slang word. Yeah. Yeah, which that was a bit
0: jarring again. But besides that, I feel like it held up pretty well. Like it's yeah. still it was really engaging still, it was really funny still. Cause and it does
1: touch on some, I guess, social issues where you look at race yeah. through one lens, you look at masculinity. Yeah. And you look at homosexuality. Yeah. Altogether. and not to put it all down to one thing but you do wonder if maybe having a female director and writer really did mean that these issues weren't just trampled on but yeah. they were brought forward in a way that Treated out today
0: Yeah Treated with Some subtlety maybe <laughs> Yeah And smarts Yeah I don't know I, I still I really enjoyed it I love the over the top fashion Like mm-hmm. it was very over the top But it's so That's beautiful it fits to look at it. isn't Exactly it It's like, just, It's fascinating yeah. It's really uh, in, Enchanting Enchanting Yeah like It, it really grabs you And, and keeps you there All the actors are great. I love seeing some of those fresh little baby faces of a lot of actors Actors, who we now know. So we have... Well, Alicia Silverstone plays Cher, Mm -hmm. who was... She was... I remember her being an it girl around... The '90s, you know, in the late '90s, and after this film, I guess she was apparently in a couple of Aerosmith. That's how she yeah, got that's the how part. she got
1: the role. She was the um, Aerosmith, the
0: Aerosmith girl. girl. I didn't know that. Did you no, know? No, that I didn't. No. So I've actually just watched a couple of the Aerosmith videos, which oh, it wow. is, does worry me a little bit because she was 16 at the time when she did those and videos. Very saucy. A little saucy. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, this
1: is a bit weird, but whatever. I couldn't anyway. believe. She, I found out she was only 17 when she shot the film. Yes,
0: 17. I know. Yeah.
1: she does earn she, excellent. She that's she she's really
0: good holds that character perfectly
1: yeah
0: and it's the right the right blend of like popular beautiful girl but also like someone you can relate to there's britney murphy who plays ty who became wow. quite famous after hmm. this movie as well and then passed away uh, paul rudd plays josh yeah and he's a little nerd and it's just funny because he actually talks about it, it talks about in the special features. It talks about how he was his like he was like a bit of a nerd at yeah. high school, and it just made me laugh thinking about how he has played so many cool uh, guys. yeah cool characters, yeah. Like characters that are like very funny and cute and you know um, popular popular yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of made me smile and think about yeah and yeah. his high school colleagues.
1: That's it, and then you've also got other uh, teen actors or teenagers at the time that do seem to pop up a bit now. You had um, Brecken Meyer played yeah. the Stony guy. Was yeah. his name again? Travis. Travis. Yeah. yeah. And so
0: Breckenmire, his face is so familiar to me But what, what did he come, what did was he in after this? Do you remember?
1: I'm trying to think it through I know him mostly through Robot Chicken
0: Oh, now. yep, okay
1: But he's done a heap of stuff He's always oh, yeah, he sort did of a like a trip. supporting character yeah. In a lot of like teen movies or yes. like comedies He'll pop up on TV in Every all sorts man. of things But, but there's yeah. also Donald Faison
0: Faison, how do you say, I don't know how to say his last name yeah. Who? Turk from Scrubs Turk from Scrubs
1: um, very, oh. very familiar face. All oh, your DVDs, I now see have scrubs actors in it oh that's, my god, that's your god you
0: realized yep. <laughs> i didn't know how long it would take
1: yes
0: yeah i love this film and i will continue to love it it was apparently it was on tv recently as well oh brilliant. yeah so i feel like it's a universal feeling we're not the only ones who still enjoy this film i feel like everyone there's an acknowledgement that this film is timeless in a way
1: this is the first film that my wife said she'd sit down and watch with me <laughs> in fact actually not only sit down and watch with me but like, said, Oh, can we watch that? Oh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, I watched this before I watched Repo because oh, they were the two that yeah. I wanted to watch. And Elizabeth was like, No, nah, we're doing this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand that decision oh, 100%. Um, what did you think? Sam? Oh, yeah, it's great, It just gets teenagers yeah um, yeah
0: and well it was so interesting i feel like watching it as a teacher was really funny mm-hmm. because like it, of course everything is heightened it's yes. very life isn't like that and and amy heckling talks about the fact that she went to beverly Hills the writer director yep. talks about the fact that she went to a couple of high schools and these wealthy high schools and kind of sat around and was in a couple of classes and you know just observed the kids and talked to the kids and all that stuff and so she knows she was very clear about the fact that this is what it's actually like Mm. Um, in those places, but she wanted to capture something that, and, and heighten it, which she does so well. Yes,
1: she does that through yeah, through the writing, the directing, and I also just wanted to bring up the photography. So the yes. DOP I didn't realize was the DOP on one of my favorite films of all time, Army of Darkness. Ah, oh. um, but also he'd done a lot of sort of actiony.
0: Well, he, was he also The Matrix? Yeah, yeah. The Matrix. He did the Matrix.
1: Actiony, but very stylized films. Yeah, and understanding that afterwards i was like oh yeah this has that, that sort of big style all over it yeah. because every every image in this is in stride with what the what the movie is going yeah. for with which i guess is being in shared head just yeah. seeing you know All
0: well, fantasy lives in this kind of fantasy yeah. land
1: yeah how yeah, she sees right. it so i just on all levels i think it holds up and yeah will continue to hold up yeah. I think, for generations for generations and generations
0: i do wonder mm. if my students have seen it there's a classic clip in this that i remember from watching it before which is when they dion her best friend and share are talking on the their cell phones mm-hmm. or they call them cellular phones yep. so they're, they're talking on their mobile phones as they walk down the hallway to each other
1: yeah and then like, and they run into
0: they run down. into each other and keep talking <laughs> and they hang up their phones and keep talking which i remember thinking at the time like oh my god that's so ridiculous like that's why would you be on the phone to someone when you're at school my students do you this see it. all the time yeah. all the time they're always calling each other when they're at school just being like oh where are you where are you da, 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 yeah. like that it's so funny and like it was almost like a premonition i don't know like it's like it's just so it made me laugh so much and i love the the language in this film as well i wanted to talk a little bit about the language yeah we're
1: kind of merging into the special features already I, I think so I think we might we might as well just sort of flag it and say the edition you've got of Clueless which is called the whatever edition yep. appropriately yes uh, has an absolute treasure trove of special features but they're not just your normal sort of like here's some deleted scenes no here's the theatrical trailer here's no. the they're sort of all in there but it's got some sort of in-depth little features on different aspects of the production that has a mix of interviews with the cast and crew at the time Mixed in with a 20-year retrospective. Ten-year, Ten-year yeah. retrospective. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what year are we in?
0: So they have, there's the Class of 95, which was a look at the cast and crew then and now. So they're talking to them back then and then they were kind of talking to them now. And then there was about the writing, so creative writing. Then there was one about the fashion. Then there was one about the language in particular, which I found mm. so fascinating. Just the amount of uh, slang that they put into this film. That was, half of it was made up, half of it was like... Well, not really made up, but, but taken from different places. It mm. doesn't necessarily reflect this slang that was actually being used by teenagers at the time. But it, it had did. such an impact. Exactly. It kind yeah. of had such an impact that the things that they use in here were then carried on. And it reminded me of Buffy in a lot of ways because mm. they did the same with Buffy when I watched all the special features on those DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> which we'll get back to we'll get around to again but i remember them having like the whole the language of buffy it was like a whole thing they talk about and they do some of the same like um i'm um, buggin', you know, mm. like all of this kind of teenage talk that is fascinating and like a new language. And they had a whole dictionary that Amy Heckling gave the cast <laughs> to actually learn about all the different words. And some of them, some of my favourites were um, a Baldwin. What do you think a Baldwin means?
1: Uh, does it have something to do with the Baldwin brothers? Yes, it does. Yep. And you'd say it about a hot guy. Oh, wow. Right? Oh, he's a real Baldwin.
0: So she says it about Christian. Oh, no, she says it about uh, Josh at the end. Yeah. And then she says, oh, the other one I love is Audi. When they say they're leaving, I'm Audi.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So
0: And Amy Heckling describes this one and she says it came from like Audi as in I'm out of here. Yeah. But then it was like Audi as in the car. And then it became, which is not in the film, but later on, became the Audi 500. So it was like, I'm Audi 500. (laughs) Because apparently there's a car called the Audi 500. And then it became 500. I'm 500. Which means I'm out of here.
1: That is crazy. Isn't
0: that funny? Yeah. And It's
1: amazing how language evolves, but also how something like this film can work as a catalyst to
0: to keep to continue that, that. exactly yeah yep. i was wondering because it, it just made me think of my own students and mm-hmm. they have a couple of amazing phrases that i just love one of which is aerating do your kids use the word aerating no so aerating is like <laughs> which do is I quite, know? It's quite clever okay no you'll you'll get it when you like get the, the context of it yep. it's like if someone is talking shit mm-hmm. they are aerating -hmm. Because they're like blowing hot air. Yeah. You know, they're like speaking hot air. They're speaking nothing. Yeah. So the kids always say to me, Miss, are you aerating? (laughs) Or they're like, Nah, Miss, he's just aerating. Just ignore him. Oh, Miss, he's such an aerator. Like that. A lot of their language makes no sense to me, but I love that one because it's it's actually quite clever. I don't know where it came from. No. Not them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it might have. Do you have any like that? I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head and I just don't have any unfortunately that's um, fine back to the film yes
0: <laughs> but I found that really fascinating and really clever the way she worked with that mm. tendency of teenagers to take and um, mess with language yeah I love that
1: and I think again another reason why it's become so influential yeah uh, and you see that Not only the language But so much of the style Has stayed in Pop culture Yeah Like the one that Comes to mind straight away Is Iggy Azalea's Ailey's Fancy video clip Oh Which is just a complete Play on yes, this movie Very much so yeah. yeah To the point that When I see the cover for this I get the song stuck in my head Really hit. Yeah
0: Oh my god that's really funny
1: You know that's a that's a, a modern reference, but it yep. shows that it's, it's staying yep. around. Yeah.
0: The, the jeans, the fashion made me laugh a lot because of the, the heightened kind of preppiness of her and her friends. Mm. But then you had the contrasting um, baggy panted boys who had, and I, I just distinctly remember walking behind some boys when I was in year nine yep. and just being like, how is that comfortable? Because their pants were so, <laughs> so far low. down there. Like they were literally <laughs> under their butts. Yeah. So while some of that is exaggerated, some of it is not. Like they literally were wearing their pants like that. You might have been a little young for that.
1: I think I was. I was uh, when I was getting into fashion. It was very much (laughs) when it got to that stage of that sort of like distressed clothing, so like things were kind of a bit worn, worn a bit like yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, what a time! What a time!
1: But it does remind me of, there's an excellent scene where she is describing the fashion of boys of her generation. Why she doesn't like high school boys. Yes. She's describing it because they dress like they do. Yeah. And it's just a shot of these boys with the baggy pants yeah. and the giant shirts carrying their skateboards walking down. And David Bowie's all the young boys plays <laughs> while it's going and it it's just so completely perfect and Whoa. it just made me think the soundtrack to yes, this. Yes, I
0: was just about to say that. Is reminds amazing. Me. The, the music is so good and I feel like I missed that last time I watched it. Mm. There was a lot of things that I missed last time I watched it, which must have been probably 10 years ago. Yeah. That you that I now like think back on and I'm like, yeah, that is the music is great.
1: And it's used like comparing it to Garden State which yeah. we watched a couple of weeks back. It is probably a soundtrack on equal footing I'd say yes, that, but I it's would just agree. it's just used so much better it's yeah, not you're just... a real bugger about oh yes yeah. the...
0: well when a soundtrack is
1: you know pushed in your face like a yeah. garden state but then you can see how well it's incorporated here it is very well you're not hit over the head with it but right. you come out of it with a feeling of like i would download that soundtrack. yeah it's it definitely enhances
0: all of the scenes rather than stealing the scenes mm. i'd say that's it yeah yeah it's a great soundtrack and i think i will download it Great. It has a lot of cranberries in it I mm. freaking love the cranberries <laughs>
1: The special feature I found most entertaining Was the one just talking about the history Of the project and how it came yeah. To be yep. We find yeah. out that it was going to be a TV, TV series, yeah. So, Amy Heckling had been asked
0: to write something for... Was it for Paramount at the start? I think
1: it was for 20th Century Fox. Yeah, it was for 20th Century yeah. Fox. So, it started off with 20th Century Fox as a TV series.
0: Yes. Well, they asked, asked her to write something. Yes. Um, about teenagers, and she did. Mm. She didn't really want to, I think she said at the start, but yeah. she was like keen to... She was like, oh, I can if I can make fun of them. I think that's what she said. Yeah, that's it, like, exactly. If they wanted to her to write something about the in crowd or the it yeah. crowd or whatever. And so she was like, I can, if I can make fun of them. Mm. And so she wrote this TV series. Yeah. Called, I think it was called Clueless. But then it changed to like teenagers being teenagers or something. I was a teenage
1: teenager. That was it. I was a teenage teenager. (laughs) And they talked about how every um, iteration of the script had a different title. Yeah, I was a teenage teenager. Sounds great. And I think it would be very much on the tone of the film. Yes. But I think yes, this is better. That's the best thing about it is that it parodies so well without ever becoming just a straight-up parody. Yes. You know? It's not like... Oh, yeah. There's no one winking at the camera being Yeah,
0: like... It's not um, classical at right? all. Yeah.
1: No. It's very clever. It's very...
0: It's both entertaining and... Smart. Uh,
1: Then from there, it talked about the casting of the film, which again, I had no idea that so many of these famous faces at the time were were unknown. unknown. Yeah.
0: And the the casting director talks about that, which I find fascinating, Mm. like with one of these films where you get to just, she was like, it's kind of like one of those dream jobs where you don't, there's no pressure to have a billable star. Mm. There's no pressure to have someone who's going to bring in the money. So she could just have kind of free range. Um, Although I think they were pretty keen on having Alicia Silverstone to play Cher.
1: Yeah, because of the Aerosmith. Because of the
0: Aerosmith fame. <laughs>
1: That's it. But it was great hearing from... the. My favourite fact was Paul Rudd saying that he'd actually originally auditioned for the Donald Faison yes. character. And he didn't realise the character was black. Yeah. Because he thought it was one of those guys that had watched a lot of like black culture on MTV and were trying to I was trying to would, emulate, yeah, those. trying to emulate it. <laughs> yeah. which I think would have been as funny <laughs> in the film if it had ended up going down that path. Because you know, you know those, you know those guys from I growing guess up. Of course, they exist. Yeah.
0: One of my favourite parts is when Donald Facian, when he goes, he's like, he's kind of that he's a real like bro he's like mm-hmm. talks not a lot of sense he tries to call his girlfriend woman, woman. which she hates <laughs> <laughs> and then he just comes out with this amazing line which is um he goes um actually street talk is becoming a increasingly valid form of communication Yeah. yes while the female pronouns do sound um do have disparaging undertones there's no misogynistic intent behind yeah. them <laughs> like something like that something very clever and like very like he's then he's like looks so pleased with it himself that he said something smart and then i loved the interview with him afterwards with the actor afterwards and he was going i had no idea what i was saying yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i think that again that scene just highlights just how well these ideas are handled in this yes. movie and just the subtlety that's done with them yeah. that it's not so much there's no sort of uh lecturing it at all no but it's a very sort of subtle and nuanced look at a conversation. Yeah, which yeah. is just great. Yeah,
0: and again, yeah. it, but it's funny as well. Like oh, it's yeah. like clever and like it's like it sends that little quick message, but then also you get a little laugh and you like feel good about that he's like this goofball puppy. Yeah. Um,
1: again, speaks to the brilliance of the film.
0: So what happened after they after she drafted the TV series, they kind of had a she had a bit of a falling out with Fox, I guess, mm. and showed it to a producer, a producer who was a Broadway producer. Yeah. Is that right? Or it's she was showed it to her new agents, Scott, showed it to someone. Scott Bruden,
1: and who i heard of before. Oh, like, heard you know, of That's him. a name that seems to have popped up.
0: And then they said, this is too good for, for a, TV. a TV series. Yeah. Remember in the days yeah, when know. TV was
1: like second I class? I know,
0: I know. Yeah, wow. I know. So they made it a feature, mm-hmm. but also they made it back into a TV series. Yeah, yes. which
1: had, I didn't realise, because I remember seeing the TV series. Oh, really?
0: I had no idea it existed. A,
1: kid it just you know came on like after school at some point yeah. or maybe before school school was involved yeah um, <laughs> I hope you went to school yeah that's it okay, occasionally but I remember the credits but also I was shocked to see that so many of the original cast returned really I yeah I didn't know that oh. it was basically just Cher and Brittany Murphy didn't return oh they got
0: famous
1: yeah but I think Brittany Murphy dropped in a couple of times and oh, there's a wow. crossover episode with Sabrina the Teenage Witch
0: oh my god
1: yeah um, we'll have to watch it no, I'll have to get the DVD we? Oh god I'll have to go buy it I don't know <laughs> Speaking of Yes Speaking have, of buying DVDs I have a What are you going to do make. With this one Okay It's a special edition It is the whatever edition
0: It is the whatever edition mm. Now that I've realised That I did not watch The last two special features I have to go back And watch those
1: Yeah I- miss them somehow but that aside so let's say you're gonna go do that okay i'm gonna go
0: do that after that
1: do we know if it's on netflix or stan
0: it is on netflix oh
1: brilliant yes it's on
0: netflix but i imagine from the popularity it will be available always yeah so as much as i love the film I think I'm going to let this one go. Wow, big call. I know, but it's going to go to a better place. You know, maybe it'll That's go to someone it. who's like really been wanting it for a long time, or someone will find it and be like, "Oh, I remember this film," and then they'll get to revisit that awesomeness. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm okay with letting it go, and I know that I'll be able to track it down That's in other it. places. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think you've made the right decision there, babe. Oh, Thanks. And oh, I support you in it.
0: I was stressed. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, episode six done. Half and done. dozen done only 94
1: left until we reach our 100th episode That's Then it. we'll have a party yeah we're starting the countdown now <laughs> keep your um, diaries free, free. <laughs> the whole year yeah just in just in case
0: <laughs> all right well thank you for listening once again yeah.
1: before we do go though
0: oh yeah next forgot. week
1: we are looking at uh, one of your films one of my films
0: it is called
1: sunshine yes Danny Boyle, before he was sort of like Oscar winner or yes. Oscar nominee. one we'll, uh, nice. we'll find out soon. We'll find out. Cillian Murphy's in it. Yep, Cillian Murphy's there. Uh, Captain America.
0: Oh, Chris Evans.
1: That's it. Got yes, his name. Chris Evans is there. Rose Byrne. Yes, that's right. Um, the it, Sun is involved. The Sun. Space. Space.
0: Uh, heaps of stars. Doctor.
1: Doctor Brian Cox provides a commentary yes. on the DVD as well. Doctor
0: Brian Cox.
1: Yes. The physicist, the physicist and rock star. Oh yeah, the yeah, rock he's star played physicist. With the cure?
0: Yes, yeah, wow. he's amazing. Oh, cool. Do you think he knows he's too cool though?
1: I don't know. Mm. We'll, I, do, we'll do more yeah. investigation. That's it. Next week, sunshine slash Dr. Brian Cox. <laughs> Will I be keeping it? Is
0: Paul going to throw this one away? Let us know. Let us Fire, know. Twitter, yeah, Instagram. You can even email us. Yeah, email
1: us. We've got an email now. Yeah, it's, it's... called DVD Clutter at gmail.com at gmail.com and that's dvd e clutter yep dvd e c l u t t
0: e r at gmail.com
1: which is the same as the twitter handle same as the instagram so yes you get in
0: contact yeah follow us on instagram each week i will post some photos from random things we've talked about and uh always the dvd cover so you can remember and reminisce with us
1: Brilliant. And remember to rate and review. And subscribe. And subscribe <laughs> on whatever podcast app you choose.
0: And tell everyone to that's keep it. listening. And yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you them, for listening.
1: That's it. Get them hyped for the 100th episode Yeah, party. that's right.
0: Get them started yeah. now. <laughs> <Have>
1: 100 <laughs> listeners by 100 episodes. Oh that will be the goal. That
0: could be our goal. Excellent. Yeah. Help us. Help us in our goal. On that note, thanks for listening. Thanks. And goodbye. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh, sorry, everybody. I just tried to move the cat, but she doesn't want to be moved.